All right, so we're going up to 2018. To kick off June, we have the good music rollout, basically. Yeah. I didn't listen to any of these, but it's basically Kanye West stuff. So, so Kanye, Nas, Tiana Taylor, Pusha T, Kid Cudi, and Kanye. I wasn't going to listen to any of them. I did listen to all of them. Okay. <laughs> all right. I, I, I made a thing about it. I wasn't going to listen to them because of Kanye's ass. Cause right. We all know Kanye shenanigans. Um, yeah. I think Kanye's album is garbage of the highest order. I think Nas' album is garbage, I heard it rating really itself bad. as not garbage. I think it's only garbage because it's a Nas album. Yeah, it's bad because Nas is on right, it. Right, like, right, Nas right. is bad on it because it's a Kanye album where Nas tries to do Nas things. And Nas, like, yeah. we're going to have to reconcile one day with the fact that Nas really is just a rapper. He's not an artist. He's a rapper. And yeah. him trying to be an artist doesn't work. Yeah. Tiana it doesn't Taylor even is. seem like he he tried to be an artist. Oh it. yeah, that album is a mess. I only listened to it a couple of times, so I just yeah. couldn't. It wasn't that good. It's interesting though, right? Because we talk about Stan and the Stan concept for Eminem. Nas is also a person who has a discipleship of followers, Absolutely. right? And I remember the press rush around this and the Nas discipleship trying to convince us that this was a good album. And I I think it's just always hilarious to look at things like this in hindsight because now we're we're a few months out and. Nobody tries to masquerade this as a good album anymore. But when this came out, people were like, this shit is fire. Which is a very good segue. And I'm going to skip one into <laughs> Pusha T's album. Okay. Because niggas thought Pusha T ended Drake's career. <sighs> and oh, because with the diss record and then Drake's response and the yeah, story yeah, yeah. of Adonan, on. And all of a sudden, nobody remembers Pusha T anymore right about now. That's fair. Meanwhile, Drake's ass is... But you know, I mean, that's that was so predictable. Yeah, for that me. was very predictable. That was for us. We, for I think me. we said that on I the podcast. I had arguments right? with people who were like, "Dog, Drake is done." I'm like, Drake is never done. Drake yeah. is not done. Drake is not yeah. a done artist. Like, right. he's, not, he's not. He's too big to fail. Yeah, exactly. Like, just, too big to fail. Um, that's the best way to put it. Yeah, Tiana Taylor's album, I think, was really good. Actually, I heard yeah. that as well. It was yeah. really and good. I heard and she's Kanye really good. Fucked her over so hard with the rollout and yeah, all this. Rollout was trash. Such a good album. I heard it was good, and that she's really good in concert too. That's what I heard. But I've also been hearing a whole lot of things about just her, her temperament, how she. She's, she's carried herself. Do you think that that's part of what this album suffered from? I think when May, June Kanye is involved, you blame May, June Kanye. Fair. Because that man was trying his best to sabotage everybody's yo, album. Yo, don't y'all think it's funny, though, how, how Pusha became the, the VP or whatever, and then Pusha T's album came out, and it was a perfect <laughs> perfect floater, and then everything else that came out was just a train wreck <laughs> in terms of the yeah. rest of those releases. Um, <laughs> you have thoughts on the Kid Cudi? I do. So I love Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi is one of my favorite artists. Um, I've written extensively about him. I even wrote a long thing about his mental health struggles and how I thought I really wanted him to get over that because, you know, I think... I don't think Cuddy gets enough credit for the current era of hip hop that we're in. Yeah. And I don't think he gets enough credit for inspiring Kanye. I agree. Um, I agree. You know, I think he's entirely responsible for 808s and Heartbreaks, yeah. the sound of it, which is responsible for kind of like the sound now. Right. And I don't think he gets enough credit for that. Yeah. I like this album because I love Cuddy. I think of all the albums, this has the best song on Cuddy Montage, which is the last one. I have the to best love song of the entire. The entire rollout, as far as I'm mm. concerned, it's the only mm. album of all of them that I've listened to since, mm. and I only released the one song on it. But you don't listen to uh, Pusha at all. I don't even like Pusha. I don't I'm necessarily. Not a I'm not I, a huge. Pusha I listened fan, to it when it dropped, but um, I think this album is good. Here's the thing: I didn't even like the clips that much, to be honest with you. Like uh, I struggle okay. with with the clips a little really? bit because I didn't hear what everybody else heard about and, these this great rap group. And I'm not saying they yeah. weren't good. They're clearly no, no, no. spitters. Like I, I will right, grant right. them these two dudes can spit. 
as a product though, like as an actual product, I did not get it. I'm the same. I'm the same. And it doesn't mean that, you know, look, they're from Virginia. They're from a different part of Virginia. That right. like wants to be its own little little country. Oh, seven five seven. Go. Virginia but, politics. <laughs> but obviously, I respected that. I loved what the Neptunes did with a lot of their stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, the Clap That Boy with mm-hmm. Birdman is one of mm-hmm. my favorite records ever. Right. And Pusha T's verse on that. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Love Another that joint. So lost. But overall, I've never really been impressed with clips as artists. As people who put together music, so I would I would say I agreed with y'all early on. Um, It wasn't until Hell Hath No Fury that I got it. Like I had my light bulb moment where I was like, Oh shit, these guys. That's my struggle. You know, you Um, saying that is my because that's their classic album, right? Like, well, I mean, for 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 people who are Clips fans, that's their classic. Then they get like the double XL. They got like it was the album that was critics liked it, but it it didn't sell anything. Yeah, but you know, like I. Sales, I don't think matters as much in terms of mm-hmm. like that. So I'm talking about the critical acclaim okay. of it. Yeah. I didn't get it. Yo, I listened funny. to the album back to front over and over again, trying mm-hmm. to understand what it was about. Oh, is man. that the album with Nightmares on? It has Nightmares yeah. the last song? Like, yeah. like, and I actually really like that song. Okay. But I think I liked mm-hmm. it. Was that Bilal singing? Uh, like, I know it was. Whoever's was it singing on it. I'm having nightmares. They got a nigga Pino. Like, I like that song, but I'm just like, I just don't get why this is so i think that was the one album where they just fully really embraced the neptunes and the neptunes fully embraced them i felt or it was more pharrell than it was the neptunes but either way the production on that album you just have to you have to go with them where it went like i feel like the one what's the name of the rappers (laughs) what's the name of the record with uh with slim thug Wamp, wamp. Oh, what, what it do? do what like it I do. just felt like yeah. they, I love that. They really yeah. took was you more to, entertaining to them. Than me. They took you to Columbia Fam on Lay. that record. I like Family. Like I, I don't like, like, like road I didn't, road I did not like Family. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so the, what you're saying about the clips is what how I feel about Kid Cudi. Okay. Um, I feel as though Kid Cudi to me is like a whistle that like everybody else is a dog and I'm a human. People are like, oh my God, Kid Cudi. And I don't understand the Kid Cudi mania. I never understood the Kid Cudi mania. And I I realized that I don't understand it to the point where I don't I don't even try. I just That's respect fair. it for what it is. That's fair. Because I've never been like a Cudi guy. I like Cudi, but I acknowledge yeah. that. I, I can understand why people wouldn't. Yeah. I don't think he's nearly as talented as his ambition. Mm. But I think where he goes with his art is such an interesting place yeah. that I'm just like I'm impressed with it, even if I feel like man he I, he's, he's one of artists. I feel like you could he could literally be anything he wanted to be as an artist. He just I don't but know. see that's why I think to me I feel as though Cuddy is an inspiration guy. I would want Cuddy to go in the studio with someone I actually liked. Like I think Kid Cuddy is like a magnifier. Like if you if you want your artist to kind of go in a direction, you just you put Cuddy in the studio with him, and oh. you're gonna get something amazing. Cuddy on other people's music though, yeah, is a monster. Like right. I, Cuddy's like fucking Chris Brown on people's songs. Like Chris Brown is like Cuddy and Chris Brown to me have always been like the best accessories of all time. You put <laughs> Cuddy on your record, that shit automatically sounds better. Like his own projects, I don't think he has that. You know because he's guiding the ship himself right but mm. think about every record he's on with kanye this shit is awesome when he's on like right. gorgeous or even like on all the lights like his his input elevates records to me agreed so agreed. i just love cutting cool so i guess we can move past the good the good music 
joint. The next one that we have here is Future Superfly. I yeah. did not listen to this record, so I can't speak on it. So this is the the soundtrack to Superfly's release June 8th, right around the time as, as the movie, which I did not see. I've heard that it's actually not as bad as you would think. I've heard people say it was good. Now I, have, I love bad movies, so if it's oh, bad, no. I'm all in. I'm talking about the album. Oh. Well, true, true, did, true. Did people say that the movie was good, too? I've heard people say the movie was terrible, but I'm all in on Black So movies. I've been trying to get I'm not a Future of... fan, though. Let me just go and say that, too. No, I, don't, okay. I don't get it. I, I, I like... I like I future songs. Yes. Yeah. Like okay. trap niggas, like one of my favorite songs. Like because I like the prayer, I could do that in the morning. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but like as just an artist, I don't tend to get it. Okay, I 100% am with you. For me, I've been trying to get off of my soapbox with things like this, but there's certain things that are just blasphemous. Yeah. And the idea of remaking the Superfly soundtrack is blasphemous. To me. <laughs> like, like Curtis Mayfield. Future's gonna redo a Curtis Mayfield album. Is that what actually happened? I haven't listened no, to this album. No, no, no. So I mean, it's just it's, it's, it's just a, the it's title, right? It's just the title. Yeah, it's it's just, title. It just made his own songs. I'm assuming, right? Yeah, like, no, no, no. But what I know, yes, I think, yes. I think, because I tried to listen to the first song, and it's Sleepy Brown remaking a Curtis Mayfield. So, so, so right, if, if anybody's gonna do it, Sleepy Brown be the sure. person. Well, that so you know, like so that's one of the things I wanted to say, right? So I've I've listened to it, and it's weird, right? Like some of this music is starting to blend together for me, and that's not good. What I mean is this: is like, like I can put this on in the car and listen to it while I do something, right? So it's almost like background music. Right. But when I actually sit like down Travis and listen Scott. to it, it's, it's it's a struggle. I'm just like, yo, like, why am I actually dedicating time to listen to this? Yep. But I will say the Sleepy Brown is actually a highlight on here. The he intro? Really, he's on several tracks on Sleepy here. Brown is the man. Like, like but, let's not let, let's not I, discount Sleepy I, Brown. I he's I gonna that, sound good, I right? think that Sleepy <laughs> Brown should have been all over this instead of right. only on two tracks. But here's the other thing. There's another song on here. I think it's called Capone Suite. It's okay. Rick Ross with Ninth Wonder on the beat. They hmm. take an Earth, Wind, and Fire sample. I forget what it is. It's like, Love is Light. I, f- I forget the name of it. The minute okay. you hear it, you'll yeah. know the joint. Right. And here's the thing. It's got Smith & Wesson on the track. What? Yes. Future has a record with Smith & Wesson. No, he said it's Ro- Rick Ross. Rick Ross. Oh, so I'm sorry. It's yeah. Rick okay. Ross, Smith & Wesson. I couldn't imagine Night that Wonder on the beat with an uh, Earth, Wind & Fire sample. You that know, sounds you gotta listen to This is on that album? Yes, yeah. this is on the Future This joint has like 26 songs on it. It so, does. It's, yeah. not, it's, it's like a double. Oh, I, so I know nothing about this album. That's fine. That's fine. I think that if, you, if you're curious, just go through, skip uh, through a couple ones that you like. The Sleepy, Sleepy Brown records are, are really good. Miguel fair. has a decent record on here oh, as well. Okay. I'm, I'm um, always open to so this. Why are we calling this a future album? Because he The same was, way Kendrick yes. was, was the mind behind the Black oh, Panther soundtrack, yeah, okay. Future's the okay. mind behind All right. I, I, I just yes. assumed it was a future album. I, I just no, assumed no, no, he did no. all the songs. No, yeah. it's, okay. it's, a, it's a soundtrack to, to the album. He is on, on a lot of it, obviously. Okay. Yeah. But uh, there's some things on here that are, that are decent. And like I said, the, mm-hmm. the Capone Suite with Rick Ross. That's interesting. Now, now that you say that, because again, I assume Future was on every record. No, um, he's not, he's not I, on every I will record. say it would be interesting to kind of climb into Future's head and, and see what he, what he thinks about moving other pieces around, because I don't think I've ever ever had that experience so i might check it out but i'm i'm gonna divorce it from the idea of him redoing a soundtrack that curtis mayfield did. well i don't that, i can't i can't I, do that. to me it's, <laughs> it's more along the lines of like basically like what she said like what kendrick did with black panther right, right. because most of those kendrick songs aren't even on the actual aren't in the movie itself mm-hmm. right the score is a whole different thing but it's funny because i remember this the superfly trailer was released like right after the black panther movie which is which is weird like regardless of what you think of that movie i mean here's like a pivotal moment for black cinema right and then we have oh like we had this uh black panther superhero and then we have superfly superhero like is this are we really doing this right now yeah but they I'm were gonna like, check out the you movie. You niggas are in the movie. Watch <laughs> this shit too. I'm gonna check out the movie and I'm gonna be Fair. I'm gonna pay attention to the music when I when I when I listen to it. But yeah. it's worth 
checking out just once just if you're gonna check out everything you mm. might as well check out this too there might yeah. be a few songs that you like on it here and there fair point awesome. and that takes us to the next one yeah so the j-rock a redemption released june 15th and Man. j-rock is in the kendrick crew right TDE? right black yes. black hippie tde i'm gonna let you speak because i have some i have some thoughts oh i'll, I'll be i'm okay all right so I listened to this album. Mm-hmm. I like this album. I fucking love Win. Mm-hmm. I think Win works win, in any win, situation. Win, win. I like mm-hmm. it. Right, like fuck everything else. Win, win, win. It's like it's like such a simple song. Like yeah. it's almost like they were, he was trying to come up with something, and he just had that in his filler. Yeah. And they was like fucking. Like, like, just making it. Like, we got we got to turn the album in. Yeah. I struggle with J Rock in general, and mm. I, I like the album, but this album is emblematic of J Rock to me. Yeah. J Rock, I think, is probably the best technical rapper in TDE. He's his verse on Money Trees is by oh, far yeah. the best oh, yeah. verse on the whole fucking Good Kid, Mad City album. I won't argue with that. Yeah, I I love that damn verse. Yeah. J Rock suffers from the Kid Cudi thing. His own projects, I think he's in his own head. He's much more of a deep artist, or he's trying to achieve things that I don't know that he's really adept at doing. Right. J Rock is a spitter. Like mm-hmm. my man can spit, and he's a good rapper and all that. And he's a he's a blood, and he's like he's all these things just. Yeah. Schoolboy Q ends up being what I think J-Rock is going to be. Like, mm. Schoolboy Q has dope albums. He's yeah. fun. He's just out here just being he's reckless. Being himself. Yeah, he's just, yeah, he's just, yeah. he's not overthinking the shit. He's just yep. like, I'm out here, I'm out here Schoolboy Q in it. You know what I mean? And, that's, and, that, and, that's and he wins that way. And I think yeah. J-Rock should be doing more of that instead of trying to create these lasting bodies of work. And I wonder mm. if some of this is being in the Kendrick shadow. Because, so, you know, it's got to be hard to be a label mate with somebody who's fucking winning Pulitzers and whose bodies of work become these transcendent moments in hip hop. Right. Like three of them motherfuckers, like bam, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I feel yeah. like Schoolboy Q ain't even trying to compete. He's just like, I'm making my music. Yep. I don't know what Absol is doing anymore. <laughs> but I think J-Rock really wants to be in those convos somehow. Yep. I don't know if he can get there. Yeah, so I have a lot of thoughts on this album. You know, I'm a big TDE guy. I'm a big J-Rock guy. I remember when the West Coast was just Nipsey Hussle and J-Rock. Like, they were the only people in the conversation. Nobody was talking about anybody else from California. It was just those two people. There was a blood and a crip. And J-Rock was one thing. This album and parts of 90059, which was his last album, sound to me like your uncle goes to jail. He's your he's your role model. He's a gangbanger. You want to be your uncle when you grow up. Um, he's rooted in everything that gangbanging is supposed to be about. And you're a kid and you see that and you're like, wow, he's he's really he doesn't snitch. He's got the reputation, whatever. He comes home. He's got a 3X tall T on. He's got Paco jeans on the whole nine. And he looks around and he sees that everybody is wearing skinny jeans now and they're wearing snapbacks now and they're wearing colorful shirts now. And the next time you see your uncle, he has a colorful shirt on and he has skinny jeans on and he has that. That's what this album is to me. So I am a huge fan of J-Rock's first major label album, which was the, uh, was Come Home With Me, or mm-hmm. I think, yeah. Follow Me Home, follow me that's home. what it's called, yeah, which is very rooted in West Coast hip hop. It's like a West Coast modern G-Funk album. J-Rock was the, to me, kind of the anchor of what TDE was supposed to be. It was, it was a label yes. that was founded by a blood. It was rooted in gang culture. It was rooted in West Coast California culture, and he was the face of it, and he was a thing. He had a really, really deep voice, and everybody knew J-Rock for his voice. 
on 90059, they said, yo, that shit doesn't work anymore. He changed his voice and sounded like Freeway on the album and was floating somewhere between being a gangster and trying to make trap music. Nobody liked that album. No. This album is him actually no longer floating and just saying, I am going to reside where music is right now. I made The King's Dead on Kendrick's My Kendrick's God, he murdered that. And everybody loved it. And now I'm up That's for That's on this album too, right? So I'm putting this on, on this album yeah, and I'm making it. I gotta go get it. I gotta go get it. I gotta go get it. I gotta go. I love so this shit. He said, I'm gonna make a whole album of this, this song. And that's what he did. The problem is the people that, that love this album and laud this album, I don't think they like J-Rock. I think they like Kendrick. And this album sounds like J-Rock trying to do that. Kendrick. And that. that is my problem. I agree. J-Rock is not being himself. And that's why we love Schoolboy Q. Not because Schoolboy Q is a better rapper than any of the other guys in TDE. He'd not say he because wasn't. he, he yeah, probably say he was. Right? The thing about Schoolboy Q is he just does him. When Mac Miller came and, and was trying to get validity by rapping with gangster rappers, Schoolboy Q was the first one who jumped up and was doing songs with Mac Miller. No diss to Mac Miller and rest in peace, Mac Miller. But when there were certain people who were like, "I'm a tough guy. Like I don't know if I can run out here and do some of these things with these ASAP Rockies and these Mac Millers and these whatever," Schoolboy Q was the first person to just jump up and just do whatever he wanted to do. Because to me, he's very rooted in who he is as a person and he's comfortable with it and his music reflects that. I had an issue with Redemption, not because it's a bad album. I don't think it's a bad album at all. I think it's a, it's a cool album. But I don't think it's a J-Rock album. Right. And I think that J-Rock is now kind of seeing some success with this album and this album is is, is critically, got a hit you know, people it. like he it. Got he a single. A, a hit single off it. But I, I think that those fans aren't going to stay with J-Rock. When J-Rock releases another album, he's going to have to have another King's Dead for, to get people to care about it. Because those people aren't J-Rock fans. They're Kendrick fans that hear something that is affiliated with Kendrick and sounds kind of like what Kendrick did, and so they're chasing it. Um, and that's my, my long... <laughs> I don't have <laughs> any other thoughts. About I've it. listened to yeah. this album a couple times. Shout out to J-Rock. I'm a J-Rock fan. I just want you to be J-Rock again, bro. Like... I want to hear your real voice. I don't want to hear this fake freeway voice that you're putting on now with the high the high pitch joint screaming on all the songs. Not really a fan of it. Just, Just win, be win, 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 <laughs> win, Fuck win, win, win. Yeah, win, 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 win. <laughs> so I don't have right. any additional thoughts. I did listen to it, but you guys pretty much touched on everything. So we're gonna go into the Carter's album. Everything is love, released Juneteenth. So June sixteenth. Uh, this is Beyonce and Jay Z, and. I'll just go ahead and say it. this was a Ain't big June disappointment. 10th, June nineteenth. I thought it was June eighteenth yeah. or June nineteenth, but I think it was June supposed 16th. to be. It was a Juneteenth release, though. I mean, there was okay. advertisements that. Oh, it was in the teen. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. And um, the the interesting thing about this, I will say, is that this was released right around the time, or I guess it was actually somewhat significant when it was released in the sense that like Kanye was saying all it was around the came on so Nas's album was like had been promoted yeah. to be released on yep. this date and then, and they, then just, boom, they, they came out. with the with the surprise release but i got to say for me it was Swept a disappointment and i'll i'll say it's a disappointment because like like we said on mm. on the last quarterly i said that look you know after you know seeing what Beyonce did at Coachella and i didn't see the whole thing but i've seen yeah. enough of it to know that like right. Wow, like this shit was crazy. So, so your expectations for the Jay Z and, and my her point, album was my gonna, point was, was going to be transcendent. I was, what I said then was that I was now like actively rooting for Beyonce. Uh, okay. Where, whereas before, like I didn't really care one with the other. Right, right, like right. Beyonce's going to do her, and I was like, now it's like no, like I want her to do well because that you know. And then I hear this, and it's just like, damn. What were your thoughts? I think it's a solid album. I don't listen to it now. I love. Yeah. I, I listen to ape shit. 
mm-hmm. love that song. I think mm-hmm. that joint is dope. Mm-hmm. I can't name any of the other songs on the album, but mm-hmm. when it first came out, I listened to it. I was like, this is cool. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was more of a Beyonce album featuring Jay, I felt. Yeah, and, definitely. Um, Which, you know, I don't and, mind. And yeah. I well, that's her better. I mean, Jay that. featuring yeah. Beyonce songs are trash. They yeah. suck. Yeah. So it's better when Beyonce is kind of driving the train for the most part. And mm-hmm. But, you know, ultimately, so I had no expectations. I didn't know mm-hmm. she was coming out. I didn't know. And I listened to them like, eh. they are two people who have maxed out on every fucking thing they could possibly do within their art forms and they're like we don't have shit else to do this week let's make an album I disagree I think that this literally was our product is no longer music and so therefore we sell tours and we sell out tours yeah people only want to pay well more people want to pay when you have something new to promote and perform because Cat's been going to see Beyonce for a long time. I don't and they've seen on the run before. So it's like, what are you gonna do that's new? Well, here's the, the funny oh, thing. We have about, an album now. Here's the funny thing about that is that I've asked numerous people and they say that consistently the only song they perform in the on the run tour from this album is Ape Shit. That's it. another one that occasionally they have performed. But I know multiple people who had tickets beforehand. Yeah. And then when the when the early dates came and there was no new album. They tried to sell or give away their tickets because they said, I've seen Beyonce in concert a bunch of times. I've seen Beyonce and Jay-Z in concert. Yeah. There's no there's no new songs. Right. When Jay- Jay-Z and Beyonce now had a new album, they went and retrieved tickets so that they yeah. could go see because they just wanted something new. They wanted mm-hmm. to see a new set, new when dances. Did the, uh, when did the, the tickets go on sale for their, their tour? Because I feel like I the people... Like top of show. June or something? Them shit sold out. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I mean... so, no, so the, the, Their joints went out yeah, so, way before maybe May. So, yeah, so even was, if people were trying to get unload tickets, I mean... That's just because they was trying to make money off that shit. Like, mm-hmm. Beyonce is Beyonce at this point. Like, Jay... Nah, like, but... I, I, don't, I don't think... I've seen Beyonce perform several times at this point, and mm-hmm. it's always a good show. I'm yep. always happy to have seen it, whatever. Yep. When was Coachella? Coachella was in April, I think. So, right, riding the wave of that was going to sell those tickets. I mean, just yeah. riding the wave of how awesome that shit was going to sell those tickets. Yeah. I could be wrong. You could very much be right that this was a marketing ploy, but I thought it really mm-hmm. was. Just like, listen, we're two fucking musicians who don't have mm-hmm. an album together. Yeah. We have some time. We're vacationing all the fucking time. Let's just and we got all the beats. Who's not gonna give us music? They record, but they recorded this project in what was it, ten days or something like that? Like literally, that this makes sense. Really? It sounds like they said they said they were getting ready to go on tour, <clears throat> and they had like a situation where I think one of the records there was a, a problem with it, and they were like, we have to hurry up and finish this and then go on tour. It was like a ten day album. Yeah, that album. Right. So I mean, and it that. sounds like it. And right? let me say, I really fucking love. This version of Beyonce that's just like fuck y'all, like blacking Beyonce. it up and having yeah, sure, it. Like right, I right, love right. this version of her more than that vapid ass version of her that was releasing albums that nobody remembered. I mean, you didn't care. Like it wasn't an event the way it's an event now. Like Beyonce yeah. was on her way to being, uh, but she was doing it in the traditional way of making making songs for everybody and nobody at the exact same time. Right, right. Now she's like. My audience is black folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You all gonna listen to this blackness. You yeah. gonna take it how you take it. That's and I'm true. also gonna sell records to all the white people who are trying to get in on this shit. Right, mm-hmm. right. I love this version of Beyonce. I'm here for it. I want it forever. I like it. I love it. Want more of it. Agreed. Don't love the album, I but I do love the the this phase of Beyonce. I yes, love this and, shit. And that's how I feel as well. I just don't think this is a good piece of music. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's more about like what you said. It's like, okay, she did her lemonade. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z did her lemons. And now they're doing their... Yeah, thing. and that's kind of what this it's is. It's like but a tra- little trilogy of their story. Yeah, could be. But, I'll be but, curious if they release anything. Are they well, making we'll more albums? I mean, we'll see. But I mean, like yeah. that storyline is so huge. I mean, 
Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I've I've seen conversations with women friends of mine. It's like they, that's all they talk about is this Jay Z's infidelity shit. And, so I do want to say this though, and this is gonna sound like I'm coming out of a different sector after the way I trashed uh, J Rock, right? But you know, like, <laughs> do you guys also think though, right? Like this album is kind of a period piece, right? It's not an excellent, awesome piece of music, but do people really want to hear an excellent, awesome, well thought out, year long? piece of music well, album from Beyonce and Jay-Z or do or do they want like right now here's but the, here's what I'll say like ape shit is a period piece it sounds yeah, like sure, right no, now it but, is. but here's here's it what is. I'll say is that Beyonce in my opinion has never been on the cutting edge of music right cuz she that's just not who she is she is not the she's not the creator like that but at the same time wherever the wave is going she's always been near the front Right. Mm-hmm. Like she's always made music that is just like, oh, like I haven't necessarily heard that before. Like this stuff sounds like it could have came out like two or three years ago. Really? In my opinion. Yes. To me, it sounds like it, everything else now. And that's yeah, but, my but, complaint. But, but, but right. What I'm saying is it is behind the curve. Like, okay. I don't think I don't can't remember the last time I've heard a product from Beyonce that sounded this behind but the curve. When was the last time you heard a product from Jay-Z that was behind the curve? I mean, you know what I mean? It I, wasn't from, behind the curve. It wasn't behind the curve. I mean, look, <clears throat> here's think the thing. 444 was behind the curve. I think that I think that was an entirely different sound. I don't think 444 lives anywhere. I don't think it's ahead. I don't think anybody's going there. But at least it's different. I don't think it's old. I think it's kind of art. I view that as art because it's so streamlined. It's so whatever. Like it's I'm going locking in to do something. I think it's more rooted in an older sound of Jay Z than it is a newer sound of Jay. Like you You know, know I I, I don't think he was evolving. I think that's that's why what makes it more art than anything else because it's like. You know, it's kind of what I always hoped that he would end up doing with like Mad Lib, like yeah. getting getting mm-hmm. getting a booth with someone like Mad Lib. Yeah. And let me say this: I do believe Beyonce has it in her to make this transcendent body of work, this mm-hmm. album that could do it. And I think she's heading in that direction because I think she started with Lemonade. Well, see, I don't think Lemonade is that good as an actual album. I think oh, I, agree. I think I yeah, agree. I think I think as a I think they as focus a, as more a, on the as a visual, visual piece, piece and all that. Right. That shit is like. Head and tails above everything else. Right, right. As an album, listening to it by myself, I don't do that. Like I just right, don't. Right, right. I don't care to listen to it by myself. But what I do think is that she has it in her to actually make an album that I think could become one of those albums that we all talk about historically. Do you think her fan base? And by, by her fan base, I mean the people that are paying a shit ton of money to go all over and watch her and etc wants that from her. I don't think they care. I think they just want Boom. Beyonce music. Yeah. But what I think, but that's, what that's, that's how you trick people into it though. They're going to come anyway. Yeah. But you create a body of work that, and, and I think because of the way that her music has been going, she's moving in a more, in a more less fan friendly direction, moving into more personal, more of a, mm. I am really coming into myself as an artist. Yeah. I think she's moving in the direction of creating those. Like she, she'll never make another album like um, B Day or no shit like that. No, where it's, you know, she'll never do that again. Right. She's only at this point. It seems like gonna make music that is actually more personal. Like this was kind of a throwaway. Like yeah, exactly. Throwaway, but no, everything is up. It's kind of like me and my husband are having fun making music. Exactly. Like, I'm not out here trying to change the game, but we're we haven't done this yet. And why yeah. haven't we done this yet? Like that, that's why. That's why I said I feel like it's more or less just them killing a little bit of time and. Because they're better at almost everybody else than what they do in a particular yeah, lanes, right. yeah, they yeah. can do it. And even a not great album by them is still very listenable. Probably right. a little bit better than most other stuff. Right. So you know, I I look forward to when Beyonce. I believe mm-hmm. that Beyonce can't do that. Okay. I All genuinely right. believe Beyonce can give me mm-hmm. a Beyonce version of what's going on. I think for right now, Lemonade as a visual piece is that. 
Yeah, who, watches, she has who watches visuals in her car? You know what I mean? Oh, no, like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not so, saying that. that, that I, I agree, that I but in, what she pulled off with Lemonade, though, yeah. impressed me in a way that I feel like we started to get this depth from Beyonce that, yep. that she got hated on so much for not having. Yep. And now she's taking off all the criticism off the table. What do you mm -hmm. criticize her for now as an artist? You can't. Right. Who gives a shit how many people are involved in the creation of the album? The album is like what she's doing is beyond reproach. Right. Absolutely. So I think we pretty much covered that. Um, <laughs> we'll go on to Freddie Gibbs. Freddie released uh, Gibbs. June 22nd. And I have not listened to this. I got nothing on Freddie. I haven't listened to it in totality, but I, I really like how he kind of stole the Teddy. I, I don't know if you've saw, seen this, but like the cover art is like the Teddy Pendergrass Teddy album okay. cover. He's like remade The cover it. art made me listen then, to the album. Did you see the commercial? I did not. He has this commercial and it's like those old school commercials that you see where you be watching, I don't know, BET or something in it. It's like, oh yeah, buy this great hits album that has this song and that song. But all of his songs are like, ho this and bitch that versions of like all these old school right. songs or whatever. It was, it was really funny. It's like a 30 second commercial. So I thought it was creative how he marketed this. Right. But the album, it has nothing to do with Teddy Pendergrass or okay. that concept or anything. It's just called Freddy. So I have to make sure to check that out. But we can go right into West Side Gun, Supreme Blind, Supreme Blind Tell. Yo, this, that's, yo, that gets annoying after a while. He does it on every it's, song. It's, he does it like ten times on every single song. <laughs> so this guy like is a is a ghost face like aficionado. So I knew you were gonna be mad about it when when I, I remember mentioning it to you. Yo, you should check out this album. It's I did, called I did. Supreme I to Blind Tell. You were like, I'm it. not listening to that shit. No, Fuck that I listened shit. to it. I listened to it. It was all right. <laughs> so it's, what were your it's, thoughts? It's, it's no Supreme clientele, obviously. He's a little bit difficult to, to listen to. I, I don't really like his voice. Mm. I don't think he's bad, but he's just not really my flavor. But in these beats, you know, they're not as musical as the ones on Supreme Clientele. You oh, know, so oh, come on. I yeah, mean, exactly. Riza so, and Derringer, like we're not. Yeah. We're so not, I mean, for not. me, it was fine. I won't be listening to it again. But I'm I'm not really gonna knock it. It's okay, straight up. I really enjoy the Griselda movement. Yes. I don't particularly care for West Side Gun or Conway at all. I actually I try, like Way. Listen, I have listened to the, what's the Hitler joint? I listen to yeah. everything. Everything they come out with, I listen to because I, I'm waiting for that moment where I'm like, because I feel like I'm supposed to like them a lot. And uh, I just, but I also appreciate their movement. So it's really weird yeah. because the music, I don't really care for that much. I feel you. But their movement, the Griselda, I love it. Like, I love what they're doing because this they're is like very, real hip hop shit. This they're is very much like, in a bag, but that bag is, that ship has sailed. I think there yes. was a period of time where we were really enamored by like crack rap and gangsterism and people getting slapped and shot and, you know. There's subject matter I could care less about. Like, I really don't care. Maybe part of that is also my age. But, you know, they, they kind of also have that, I think, the the underground burgeoning movement of this, like, 90s rap thing. Right. Like a lot of people, and all yeah, that, you know, so, yeah. A lot of them are rooting it, even your smoke dizzes in WWE, WWF yeah, culture. I was going to say. And so they have, like, a lot of those those kind of references it, it and things like that. It made me look into Chris Benoit, who I had heard that name, Chris but then Benoit, I actually looked into what Chris happened. Benoit. Of course, it was crazy. <laughs> they actually had the clip of him breaking the dude's neck, like, the audio. Oh, yeah. From, yeah, so. Owen Hart? I uh, forget the guy's name. I forget, uh, It's like Su Suba or whatever, but it was another wrestler. Okay. Accidentally broke his neck during an event, and they had the audio that's on Hart. here, which was like, I was like, wow, like that's like that's yeah, tough to listen to. graphic. <laughs> I mean, you know, I like what they do, but again, it's like listening to a whole album 
that's like one song off Supreme Clientele. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like you don't want to hear a whole album of one song, and that they they're very very one dimensional, but they do what they do really well. And when I want to hear shoot you in the face and sell you crack at the same time, rap like I think they're the best doing it right now in the game. I agree. Yeah. All right, so we can move on to the big one in June. <laughs> Drizzy! Yeah, so we got, we got Drake's double album, Scorpion, <laughs> released June 29th. And I'll just go ahead and say it. I fuck with this joint. I thought it was good. That's interesting. I thought I, the R&B shit was trash, but I knew it was going to be trash. Drake makes some of the worst albums to me. Oh, that is you, you know what's funny, though? And for a Drake album, you thought this was bad? I, I, don't, I, I, don't, think I don't for a Drake album shit. I think <laughs> I, I struggle with Drake albums. Okay. The best songs on this album to me were God's Plan and Nice For What. And I already had them. You didn't like emo- Emotionless or whatever? I like In My Feelings now because of the challenge. I love that joint now. But there's, there's actually quite a few joints on here that I like. Even like the nonstop or whatever. I just fuck with that. Let me, I tell think, you, let me tell you this. When Upset came out, you were like, that joint that's is trash. That's so, so mm-hmm. bad. Here's that's the thing. Bad. I agree with you. But within the context I'm of this upset. album, I actually feel it. So I haven't listened to every single one of Drake's projects. But one of the reasons why is because every single time I sit down to listen to it, I'm like, I can't keep through the whole thing. I actually felt like this was a you cohesive. You got through the whole album? Dude, I Several can't. times. Drake makes some of the most mundane. Yes, thank you. So, it, it, it's it like he, he, he lives at like 75 beats per minute. And it's just like. Drake makes mayonnaise. Right, like I, I Drake makes music that is just like it has to be Which for everybody. Everybody has rap. to consume. It. I love Drake as a rapper, but, but that's what he tried to do, and that's the problem. His he albums to versus make like his just yeah. everything for everyone. He, I, he starts I the album out rapping his ass off. I think that it's a cohesive project for me. I've listened to it several times, several times, but see, and I've enjoyed every it Drake record is cohesive because it all I sounds the same. I don't, I don't think so. He li- he lives in this very like minor chord. Yeah, like, that might be fair. Like yeah, lane like, and it drives me crazy. I was like, "Fuck, where's the <laughs> like?" Remember when All One came out? Fucking, I'm like, oh, I'm like, this yeah. shit is awesome. Drake yeah, bodies yeah. every time Drake gets on some shit, he bodies. I'm like, yes. Yeah, and then right. listen to his album, like, why? <laughs> Like why like, are you why I are like you this album. I, 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 and I, I did not I you know, I didn't mind so you more liked life. you liked the R and B disc too I like one of the two of songs I can't remember what they're called oh, I man. I listened to it and I didn't have any issues with it oh, like it was fun it. Like, I mean I knew I know I, was gonna hate it. I love more. God's plan God's yeah. I swear I love that song so much like that joint is so good to me and the video made it worse but I love that yeah. like and I like nice but but God's plan I listen to that a couple times a week I love that damn song it's just cool to me. I think the video kind of spiked it, made, made it a the little more interesting. The video made me cry. Yeah. But, you know, because that, that one family, yeah. you can tell they really oh, needed yeah. the money. And I'm just yeah. like, man, you just out here <laughs> messing with my emotions, giving away all the money, Drake. <laughs> Light-skinning it up. Damn well, you. Well, he has different opinions Yo, on this. Yo, this is hilarious. This might be the first and only time that Outlaw is the one ship in the room that's like, Team Drake. <laughs> I'm somewhere in the middle, and you're panning this out. I, 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 I just don't like Drake albums. Yeah. What, what it was for yeah. me is because I was expecting it to be trash, right? Because I don't necessarily mm. like Drake projects. I like Drake singles and whatever. Yeah. And I was listening to this, and I was like, I actually kind of vibe with it. They say that um, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy yeah. was an album of Kanye apologizing to his fans for his behavior and what happened. So he moved all the way there, and he gave his fans exactly what they wanted. This, to me, was an Aubrey Graham apology and he tried to give all of his fans what they wanted. The problem with popular music in 2018 is that's so many different things. And I feel like that's what Drake suffers from is he's just trying to, you know, I think like if you listen to the Joe Budden response to Eminem or whatever, one of the things that he said was he said they asked why Eminem wears Air Maxes all the time. 
and it was because analytics. They, the analytics. He's trying to cater to a huge audience. I don't actually audience, think that, though. Right? When I listen to this album, and, it doesn't sound like a Drake, Everyman I, album. Yeah, That's I, what I hear. I, it sounds like the same song over and over again to me, which is... I think for, for more life, to, I would definitely agree. But for this, I, he for tried me, to wrap his ass off on some records. He tried to give us R and B. He tried to give us bounce. He gave he gave us bounce, and then he heard that yeah. we liked bounce. So then he gave us another one or two bounce records, but so I, that me, we could like those too. He, you know, I mean, it's just like this is an album of of mayonnaise. For me, it works. I don't. I don't agree with anything that they're saying. I'm not going to get into it, but for me, I think it worked. It sounded Get cohesive. into it. How I thought you it had some. I thought it had some bars on there. Like, he, I it has like, some yeah. bars. See, but Drake always has it bars. Has some bars. He can like, rap. I, I am a. I will die on the hill of Drake being a good rapper all day, every day. To he anybody who says he can't spit, like I'm, I think that's asinine for anybody to say that. So he's right. always going to have bars. Like one thing he can do well is do that. I think my problem with him is always the musical palette he chooses to rap over. That's always my beef with him. Mm. It and worked for me. It's, and, That's all and, I can say. And, it worked for me. Which is crazy because he has so many songs that I love, yeah. but most of them aren't on his album. It sounds like you like Pop Drake. And when Drake doesn't give you the song that is catered to go, because he has, right, he has like a, a few songs that are catered to go, and then the rest I of this is kind of just... I think when he tries to be an artist is right. when he loses me, because I don't okay. think he's an artist. I think he's a pop... I think, yeah, I think yeah, he's yeah. a rapper who lives in this lane of... He's able to be a chameleon in any in any form that current popular music and rap is in. Yeah, yeah. And when he does that shit, he's better than anybody on the record. So just do right, that shit. Right. Now, may, maybe it's hard to make a whole album like that because who wants to do that? And, and, and yeah. Drake fancies himself to be an artist. So he wants to make sure that he's giving us... Right. Like, he's not just a rapper it's, who it's does that. It's you unfortunate, know? right? Because I also that think that... working for him like a motherfucker. I, I also think his, his fans are dishonest. We tell him that we want to hear 4 a.m. and wherever the fuck. But if you look at the analytics, what people are actually listening to, they're listening to God's plan. They're listening to those records where he really is just trying to get out there and make something popular. But we'd say like, yo, how come he doesn't make these songs with bars, right? Because people are always going to complain. That's the problem with the social media era. It's like everybody's giving their opinion all the time. And whatever you give them, they always want something different. So I feel like he kind of crowdsourced what the, the album was supposed to be, and people wanted to hear what he had to say about Adidon. They wanted to hear what he had to say about, you know, the baby mom and whatever, and they wanted to hear more bars, and they wanted to hear 4 a.m. in Toronto or whatever city that he's in. And, and he gave us an album where the majority of it is that, and, you know, now people aren't pleased with it. All I can say is it worked for me. I don't so. know. People aren't pleased with it. That shit. I mean, every one of them damn songs charted. Yeah. I mean, he's. But what does that mean now? Drake when, is, when when Drake's I, face is on every single playlist on your on your thing, you can't you yeah, you can't I mean, not hear. All so that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I Drake yeah. wins no matter how I right. or anybody feels. Right. Like, Drake is out here bodying the game because he's Drake. You know. He's, right. Right. You know. And it's just gonna be that. Like I like right. like you said earlier. Like anybody who thought that who said the whole like oh push a T he's over. Me and Sham had a conversation where I, I where I was just like, are you being serious right now? Yeah, no. I think he he used to be a media darling, but now he's done. It's like no, Drake nah, is not done. Yeah. Like Drake, he's not gonna be. Drake done. is too valuable. Yeah. So are we gonna go into Meek Mill Legends of Summer released uh, yeah. July six? I haven't listened to this. I can't take Meek. I don't like Meek. I yeah. actually loved this project. Okay. Um, this project about was only about four or five songs. Um, okay. It's exactly what I want from Meek. Meek came. He saw. He conquered. He came in. He said, "Everybody loves the dreams and nightmares intro." He kind of tried to come with some similar energy, like, "Yo, I just got out of jail, and you know, I'm a civil rights icon now. You know, <laughs> whatever, whatever." Right? He ended with a song about the plight of being a black man in America. It was four songs and it was over. Yo, this is Meek Mill's best project. 
Okay. And supposedly he's coming with something else soon that's going to be kind of similar, and I'm looking forward to that. I was actually very pleasantly surprised by this Meek project. If, yo, if you have 15 minutes, because, I mean, it's a really brief project. If you have 15 minutes in your day, go check out this, this Meek Mill Legends of Summer. It was actually really fly. Did you check out Nori's 5E? I tried. I did. I listened to the whole thing. Go yeah, ahead. Tell, you tell us about it. This was released in July twenty seven. I mean, yeah. Nori's not a good rapper. And Thank you. The beats weren't that good, so... <laughs> It's, is it funny? I don't remember laughing. It's, again, the whole, you know, your granddad comes out and he's like, yeah, I'm like you young whippersnappers. It's yeah. Nori over, over he like, just current beats. Champs. Like, he's just stick yeah. to drink champs. He's just stick to that. He's found his lane. We don't, I don't Yo, even, but some I don't people know, said albums. they really liked it. I'm sure, I'm sure somebody's yeah. going to. I, I just, I listened to it and I was just like, eh. Yeah. Okay. So what about YG Stay Dangerous released uh, August 3rd? Stay Dangerous, Stay Dangerous, Stay Dangerous. I think it's YG's worst project. Well, that's saying something. Because <laughs> um, I don't think YG's that good of an artist. I like his song titles. I think YG's a good artist. I don't think he's a good rapper. I think that his first two albums are very good albums. I think his first one was really good. People compared it to Good Kid, Mad City. I'm like, whoa, let's take a step back. But I think it's a really good album. Uh, the second one I also think is a really dope album. This one is him kind of leaning into things are getting a little trappier. Let's make things a little trappier. I'm going to lean into my... I dress well and I'm a sex symbol kind of thing. Like his his music is, that is a thing? Why G's a sex symbol? You know he got that GQ sponsorship. He, did. he now he is did. coming out with his own clothing line and he's a sex symbol. Okay. So right. I guess so he's you know he's talking about his experiences with the ladies and how everybody loves them. This album just sounds so half-assed. It's it's I mean it's really bad, yo. I, I really did not like this album. I was super disappointed. So I'm going to skip ahead real quick just because um, I just want to touch on Bun B's album, Return of the Trail, released August 31st. Did not even know. It's uh, For me, Bun B has never been one of the best uh, lyrically, but I've always, I've always had respect. <laughs> I know, right? Here's the thing. I've always had respect for him, but like I don't listen to UGK because of Bun B. You know what I mean? And so I did like this project, but... We don't necessarily get anything new. Uh-huh. The beats on here are, they are really, really good though, yeah. but it's, you know, if. I think Bun B like is lyrical. Heard, I just think stylistically he hasn't evolved much and maybe, he's kind of just. Maybe that's probably would have been the best way to describe it. Look, the, the beats are good. So if you're a fan of like that old kind of like trail style, I mean, that's exactly what you're going to get on here. Oh. You're just, you're not getting anything new. Yeah. You know, you're not getting anything new. I'm and so, that. And I, I've kind of always felt that way about Bun B. Like himself. So Bun B yeah, is a solo a artist. Amazing rapper. Is an amazing rapper. I'm not like, sure if I would use the word I, amazing, but I do I, like him. I, I'm as a, listen, I will n- murder the song murder. Murder. I mean, murder. That verse what? is that verse is one of the most <laughs> impressive verses, like a bar none. And that joint is bar line boom boom. It's it. <laughs> Bun B's biggest struggle has always been that. Pimpsy had too much charm, too much charisma. Pimpsy yeah, was right. just overshadowed. And he made the beat. I also too, thought, like, you know, yeah, Pimpsy was the musical element. Yeah, Pimpsy, and Pimpsy was, was just stuff. better at being Pimpsy than Bumby was better at being a rapper. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. so, but Bumby can spit. Like, he's an absolute spitter as far as I'm concerned and always has been, always will be. But I've never really looked for a Bumby project. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm a UGK fan more so than a Bun yes. B fan. Like I, he doesn't take me anywhere artistically. Yeah, he's just like I prefer to hear Bun B on somebody else's track. But there or on are a UGK some very album. musical and artistic tracks on here. I mean, there, oh, okay. there's one. I think it's the last track on the album with uh, Gary Clark Jr. and mm. Leon Bridges. You got to listen to that joint. I would love to hear a Bun B Scarface album because I feel like Scarface would give me the the musicality and the artistic nature that I needed, and then Bun would just give me the bars. Well, see, so be, here's the thing. That was a project mm. I kind of want to compare 
compare this to? Like okay. right off the bat, when you listen to the uh, Scarface's last project, the one that came out last December, mm-hmm. right off the bat, like I was just into it, and I didn't necessarily feel that with this bun, and it was just like, look, like I can't see anything negative about this project. I can't mm-hmm. see anything negative about the lyrics. Like I, I think everything is fine. It's just I feel like I kind of heard it before. Even mm-hmm. though everything is good, it's mm-hmm. just I kind of heard it before. So. Yeah. But uh, now to get a little bit more in depth, hopefully we still have some time. We're going to go mm. back to some of the more, I guess, juicier topics here. We've got Travis Scott, Astro World, uh, and Nicki Minaj, uh, Queen. Uh, we could talk mm. about them individually, but there were okay. some stories involving involving both, oh, uh, sure, mainly just sure. involving you know Nicki Minaj yeah. being oh my God. butthurt about a whole bunch of shit. But Man. Travis Scott, Astro World released uh, August third. What were your thoughts? I think it was awesome background music. Boom. It, they, you know what? That's actually the best way to say it. Yo, that is yeah. that is beginning and yeah. end, right? Like, yeah. yo, I don't understand why Travis Scott is a recording artist. I mentioned that Travis Scott is like paprika. I never eat something and go, man, this could use some more paprika. <laughs> but at the same time, I, I'll eat something that has paprika in it. And I'll be like, yo, that was, that was cool. I, I enjoyed that. And that's <laughs> Travis Scott. Like... I don't know why he's an artist. Like, like yeah. I don't want to hear a whole album of this guy and his auto-tune. His production is dope. It is I, good. I love how he contributes to other people's things. Yeah. I just don't know why we need an album of Travis Scott. And I listened to the album and was like, okay, cool. I well, put so it on here's the, the thing. Record. Like, I did enjoy it, right? But this was one of the projects that I listened to in the car, actually, when I was on a, a really, really long road trip. Uh, and so when I went back to go listen to it again, just... Just sit down and listen to it. It yeah. was a little bit more difficult to listen to, nah. especially because I was trying to get to the tracks that I enjoyed so much. Because mm, when I listened right. to it in the car, mm. I was really digging. I was like, "Wow, mm. it's a really musical song." Mm-hmm. I was like, "I kind of like this." I'd be listening to a track and I fall asleep, and then I hear Drake's <laughs> voice and be like, "Oh shit, Drake!" Oh, oh, Drake again. Okay, cool. He was on the, yeah. the sickle you know boat, I mean? which I thought was a good yeah. track. Yeah, it's just like. Like his voice is just—he's, just, you know, it's it's it really music. is background music, and it's the That's kind fair. of music it's that good, is it's, it's, good, it's background good background music. music. It's very good. The production fine, is dope. It feels so much longer than it actually is because <laughs> yeah. it, these songs drone on. Yes, because his style is a very droning, slow. Like uh, he's making the unslow version of screw music. You know what yeah, I mean? Like it's just like it's just like. It just yeah. goes and it's like, God and damn, you know, when is you know, going to end? Actually, when he kind of gets out of his own way, I actually appreciated him more. So a good example is he has this R.I.P. Screw record, right? Yeah. And like, I mean, it goes places musically that I thought was really dope because he kind of stops talking and then you just kind of get to hear the layers of his production and you're like, oh, this this is dope, you know? But like, I can't listen to what he has to say. I'm, he loses me every yeah, time. He's, he's typically usually the least favorite parts of, <laughs> my least favorite parts of Travis Scott's song. <laughs> it's Travis Scott. <laughs> it's, Travis, well, it's Travis Scott. So the question is, it's a good album. I mean, you're right. It is a good album. The joint, yeah. it sounds good. It just, yeah. It just feels like three hours long. Oh man, it was so. And so at long. some point, Tra- Travis Scott is definitely one note to me. You know, yeah. because yeah. he sound. I don't even know what the fuck he's saying at the time because I, I can, I hear him, but I'm not listening to him. You know what right, I mean? Right. And it's, he's just he's another instrument, which is cool. I like. Yeah. I feel like D'Angelo at some point was just another instrument, but. I lose interest in so I can't listen to this over and over again. So yeah. the question is, is it better than Nicki Minaj's album Queen? Well, yes, because Nicki Minaj's <laughs> yeah, album is not I mean, good. 
You know what's funny? Um, I went into the Nicki Minaj album expecting it to be trash because I heard it was trash. It's definitely not trash. It, and it, it starts off actually kind of strong, I thought. It's I thought like strong. the first three tracks, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then by the time He's I got to like eight or nine, I was like, God, like shut the fuck up already. Like, I'm She's so tired of too much in her. I never thought Nicki Minaj, of all people, would be the get-off-my-lawn rapper. Right. Yeah. I never thought she would be the person who's so caught up in what hip-hop is supposed to be because she's never been that. Like That's all she's got. Yeah, but She's at a but, point where she, like, what else can she say? But, so, you know? but who the fuck wants to listen to that? I mean, that, that, that's going to that's gonna play very heavily into the next one we talk about, but it's right, like, right. what the fuck? Like, why, why are you making enemy out of all the people that you effectively need because... You luckily get lumped into the younger crowd of rappers. Like you're right, not. Right, right. For one, I don't view her as a lyricist. I know she can spit, but she's created herself into be a pop star. Yep, she's a yeah. pop star who happens to rap. Right. You know, and just go make your millions do that. Why are you complaining mm. about everybody? Number one, not acknowledging so, you, and then talking about people not writing and shit. Like, what the fuck are you talking it's about? It's like, so <laughs> weird, man. I mean, like she came, she came rapper. out and was like, you know, talking about how women and need to not be overly about, sexualized about and shit. And, oh my yeah, god. I, the the stuff that she said about Travis Scott and Travis Scott's family, I'm I'm just confused. I'm like, how Remind do we get us. here? Remind us what she how said. Do we get? So first of all. Travis Scott had the number one album yeah. in the world, chart wise. Right. She had the number two album. It was just no, it was just U.S. Right. Yeah. So her her international sales, she was number one. But in the United States, Astro World was number one. Now the funny thing about this conversation that people don't talk about is this was actually the second week of Astro World. Mm-hmm. So Travis Scott's first week bodied her. Yeah. His second week also beat her in the United States, and he was he has the number one album in the United States. She had the number two album. She was upset about that because I guess Travis Scott had sold tickets to a show that also came bundled with the album. So people who were buying tickets to the show were also getting the album. A show that that hasn't been scheduled yet, by the way. (laughs) And that was counting towards album sales. It sounds like a good business plan to me. But Nicki also did the same thing. And then she got upset because Travis Scott was selling apparel, like you could buy a t-shirt and then it would come with the album. That sounds like good So that was bundled as an album sale. So she said because of those two things, Travis Scott had cheated and he was not actually the number one. Then she also said that I guess there was a picture that was it Kylie or which which one is he with? I don't know. One of the one of the Kardashian joints that Travis Scott's with took a picture of herself and their baby and said, go check out his album in the caption and on Instagram. And so she was like, yo, F him and his gimmicks and his kid and his girl. And she took that shit way. I don't know what the hell is wrong with her. All I know is that if I am part of her PR team, I'm pulling a Trump legal counsel and I'm I'm just exiting stage left because at this point in time you are a sinking ship and there's just there's nothing. You know, you think there's a bounce back for her? I would imagine there would be. I mean, look, all she has to back do is to come where? up with some. She's not bouncing back to the top. But if she comes out she with a few high records, to, she's not bouncing back. Everybody to Everybody thinks she's high, though. That's the problem. Yeah. Everybody kind of assumes that she's on some shit because yeah. nothing she's doing is making sense to anybody. Everybody's yeah, like, no "What sense. the fuck is wrong with her? Like, why is she tripping so hard about a number two record?" Right. Like, she, and she's tripping. It's she's a tripping win. Hard enough. She's taking. She's going on Ellen and complaining about Travis. Like, she's doing this herself? publicly in all these all these yeah, places. What if it all comes back down to that that Remy Martin diss? I mean, because isn't that kind of like... Yo, Sham said that. Started this behavior? She she said that she felt as though Remy kind of cracked some chinks in her armor to where people started to say, she is kind of a mean girl. She is kind of this. She is kind of that. 
and those question marks kind of opened up. But I think, honestly, I think this is less about Nikki doing being bad at something and more about Cardi just being damn good at well, something. See, but that's I, what I, like, I would say, think this is about you know, Cardi more right? than Remy. No, exactly. but, but the reason, but I think it starts with the Remy. And I think that when Cardi comes about, I mm. think that part of her antagonism towards Cardi was because Remy kind of knocked her off her perch a little bit. Even but, if Remy, even see, if Remy didn't shoot up. I think, like you said, like Sham says, like she kind of shows some chinks in the armor, and I think it allowed Cardi B to get under her skin. I think Cardi, Cardi, Cardi blows with or without Nikki. Yeah, I, I, no, with I or without with Remy. I what, what I think is there's a new sheriff in town, exactly. and Nikki don't like it, and the problem exactly. is they're featured on a lot of the same songs, and people are more interested in Cardi than they are Nikki, right. even though Nikki's the technically better rapper That's on each one is, of the songs. Right? But I, I dude, do, are, I do are, like you, are, are you listening for Nikki? No, you want to hear Cardi, right. you know. I like Cardi's verse. So Cardi bodies so everything she's so on. So with Cardi, right, it's like nobody, including Cardi herself, is going to say that she's the more technically gifted rapper. So now Nikki wants to try to make it about these old school principles right. of what because yeah. she knows yeah. she's not Nikki's winning thinking about Cardi. Rank. Cardi's thinking about right. rapping right. and it's like you know it's just it's like yo Cardi said Cardi said yo I struggled with some of the cadences and things on my album and I really tried to make sure that I was legible and, and I enunciated like like Cardi's not trying to be a more technically gifted rapper than you she's not but she's just more interesting she's and more it just is what it is like and she makes better music <laughs> right. at this point at this ultimately point, sure. and her singles are better yeah. her songs they go better because they're just better songs like you know like nikki is spending too much time trying to show everybody that she's still the queen but the fucking album's called queen, queen by the way yeah, exactly. and the truth is she decided to dabble in the pop world and pop world is mad fucking fickle and yeah, people get over real. it real fucking yeah, quick over real. there meanwhile in the hip-hop world people will give you all the leashes and shit but she wasn't making yeah. hip-hop records she was out here making shit for exactly. for radio exactly and cardi happens to be making rap records that go for the radio they just yeah. happen you know that they're, they're cardi b records like yeah. everything she's on she sounds even on the yeah. damn g easy song like the no limit like yeah. she kills you, shit, you don't care that nikki's on motorsport like yeah. you know rock, like BM, like it's like Yes, Cardi, give me that shit. Like you don't care. Yeah. She makes she makes yeah. Nikki almost obsolete, and I think Nikki knows it, and that shit is yeah. pissing her off. Yeah. She can't take aim at Cardi because yeah. Cardi's album did better than hers. So yeah. she takes aim at Travis Scott because yeah. Travis Scott, you know, he's over here cooking the books. Well, not really. Get over your goddamn. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, again, like I think it was DJ Academics who said this, which I very rarely d agree with this person. Yeah, but I think he rare. said he said Nikki is a sore winner. And I think like that's the best way to put it, right? So you had the number two album oh, in the country, so like winner, yeah. you won, right? Because yeah. uh, supposedly all no, these people, people said you were done. Number two record, right? And, right. Cat right. said you were done, and you have the number two record in in the country, and everywhere else in the world you have the number one album. Take your win. Yeah. You you're the queen. Your girl's on maternity leave. <laughs> Take your win. Yeah, like, I, I, agree. I think she's crashing and burning in flames, and it's a hundred percent her fault. Well, do we have anything else about to say about Nicki Minaj or this album? I think it's really, really funny and really indicative of the time that we're in that she put out Dreams as a single, and many people didn't know that she was remaking a Biggie song. Yeah. And so it was covered by all these media outlets as different things. Some people said, you know, Nicki disses Drake and Young Thug. Some people said, like, did Nicki really try to sleep with all these people? You know what I'm saying? Like, just all these different interpretations of what that was song such a was bad supposed to be. To me. It was so yeah. bad to me. I don't think it was that bad. I think it was just... I think it sounded terrible. We didn't need to it. And I, and I laughed, but then I was like... I couldn't help but think I was like, you, I mean, it's dreams. 
if you're going to take a quintessential hip hop record, which Dreams is, in my opinion, you got to try to do it better. And she didn't, but I, I laughed. I was amused by it. The saddest thing about it is that it worked. It did what it she worked? wanted it to do, and nah, she still fair. got she still got mad. Yeah. And she still gave herself negative press. Like it did exactly what she wanted it to right. do. She even performed it on whatever this is. Like I, I was some BET VH1 award show something. She right. performed it. I mean, yeah, no. She just doesn't have the records to back up what she's talking about, and she's going to die on this hill of now trying to make it all about the four elements of hip-hop and the charts are cooked. She rode the cooked charts all right. the way to being what yeah. she's calling the queen, and now she's mad about the cooking because it's not it's coming just, to her. For me, if you're going to be a boss, you can't be this insecure. I mean, for me, that may not matter to anyone else, but for me, I'm just like, yo, I, that's why I said, like, it started off kind of strong, and then as we were getting through it, I was just like, yo, like, I'm, I'm just tired. I'm yo, tired. So but before we leave her, what do you guys think is next for her? Do you think that she's really done, or do you think no, she comes think out as, done. A, come think as a less I mean, popular version of herself? Does she, I mean, she reinvent herself? She can go make herself? more pop songs and be just fine on the charts. It's just, mm. I think her problem is she wants respect and she yeah. wants acknowledgement she wants all that shit and i don't know that that's coming because she wants it from people that don't give a shit about that you know what yeah, i mean she yeah. wants it from the world the people we're all we all know she can rap and she left us yeah, to we, become right, what know, she what she right, is we know yeah. she can rap but right. she's out here trying to sell everything but the rapping mm. as her as her thing and it's like it also seems though after listening to queen because i actually sat down and tried to listen to queen it's so unfocused that it also sounds like, like when I hear a Rihanna project, I can hear that even though there's a lot of different producers and hands in the pot, she has a core team and her and that core team are picking and going, yeah, we want this. Yeah, we want right. that. Nikki's sounded like she just worked with whoever would still work with her. It doesn't seem like she's treated a core group of people well enough to where she has a team. Like her album didn't sound focused like there was a team behind it. And I think like that's something that she's really going to need if she wants to have success going forward is like that team of trusted advisors that it's going to help whether they're writing, they're picking beats, whatever they're doing, you got to have that team if you're going to succeed in 2018 as a rapper. I think that should cover it for Nicki Minaj, Queen. We're going to yeah. talk about this Eminem Kamikaze album, yeah, let's which knock it out. I did not listen to pretty much out of protest. I was like, you know what? Oh, yeah. Fuck it. I'm just not going to listen to it. Why's that? No, because that revival album. <laughs> I tell you what, I so, so so I've been talking about how like I can put on an album <laughs> and listen to it in the car and it may not be all that great, but like I can vibe to it and it's cool, right? Yeah, like that's kind of like, like you Travis, know, Scott. Travis Scott, right? But when I listened to that revival album, I was actually it was on another road trip and I was literally exhausted <laughs> by the time I got through the whole thing. It was a struggle, How and I was you like, you know what? I'm not going to subject myself to that again. Yeah. So fuck this album. Y'all can talk about it, and I'll listen. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, here we go. Uh, did you listen to it? I did listen to I listened it. To it and you obviously listened to the Joe Budden response to I it, did. which I also listened to all three hours of that too. Yeah, that was that was entertaining. So what were your thoughts? Talk, um, talk about it. I might hate Eminem now. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I think Eminem is one of the best rappers to ever do it that I don't give a single solitary fuck about what he has to say. That's fair. He's literally just better at the art of rapping than yeah. he is at anything else involved in oh, the yeah. art form. Oh yeah. I don't want to hear him talk about everybody else and why like why he's the respect like Joe Budden said it should be like Eminem can't do what these kids are doing nowadays, and they can't do what Eminem does. The problem Agreed. is we're in we're in today. Yep. We're in today, and yep. the, the the music that's coming out today is completely different. Yeah. It's not built the same way. It's not for the same purpose. All that other shit. 
I don't like listening to to old ass Eminem complain about the way the, the the state of hip hop is. Yeah. Especially because he hasn't made a good motherfucking album in damn near twenty years. Man, it's been a yes. really long time. Like yeah. I haven't given a given a fuck about an Eminem album Yo, since like the Eminem show. And that was Eminem like show. Two thousand three. We could we can put Eight Mile in there if we want to. The, he was, yeah yeah yeah. Eight Mile Eight Mile was the end. Yeah. Eight Mile was the end. So I, I mean I think one of the things that Joe Budden said, which was kind of true, is and he said this about both Eminem and Nicki. Is he said, when you get above the clouds to a place where you're a superstar, you kind of get incubated up there. Because you don't have to kind of go through the things that everybody else has to go through each time they put something out because you're already a superstar. And he talked about how Eminem, for 20 years, Eminem's been shielded up there. I think even these albums that he's been releasing, he's been shielded. Because these albums are doing fucking numbers. They're trash. They are so bad. They're not good at but, all. But they are doing numbers. And so, you know, being Eminem being who he is, and we don't have to talk about, you know, oh, he's, he's a white rapper or he came out or he has validity or whatever, but just Eminem being who he is, he's respected in a way that some of the other people that have the same skill set and came out with the same credos, they just, they don't have that. They're not a superstar on that level. And so they can't put out albums that sound the way these Eminem albums sound and continue to be talked about in the way that Eminem is talked about. And I think that's a, a just a big part of it is, um, you know, like Eminem's kind of, <laughs> Button talked a little bit about how he was like, Every album, he apologizes to us about how, the, how bad the last album was. Yeah. And it's like, how many times are you going to listen to an album that's apology for the last album? But see, that's the other thing about this album, too. Like, it's not even full of good songs to me. Like, right. I, I don't know why Eminem is even rapping anymore, to be honest with you. Mm. I listen to it, and I don't get what his point is. Like, mm. everything he talked about in this album, which I thought was very interesting because he's basically complaining about motherfuckers being pop rappers. But he has mm. two songs that are completely, like, pop-ass. I'm like, what the right. fuck is this shit? Um. And I just don't understand what he's trying to accomplish with the album. Mm. I don't think it's good enough to accomplish whatever he's trying to accomplish yeah. with it. I think nobody really wants to hear old rappers complain about the way shit used to be, which Agreed. is he does a lot on this album. Yeah. Calling out everybody's name and taking aim at all these people, like, for what? Like, what? You're, you're, you're complaining about people that everybody else likes because you don't yeah. think that they respect the art form, but the art form is different than when you matter. But see, the, thi the thing about Eminem, and I think he kind of got away with this in a way that a lot of other people did not get away with this early on, is that's how Eminem came up, right? But the problem was, he was dissing people that were not in hip-hop culture. He was taking aims at soft targets. And he was, he was obliterating soft targets. And we loved it because, you know, it was like the, the mainstream, oh, fuck those guys, you know? But now it's like you're employing the Migos flow and then making a song about how you don't like the Migos. Like, it's just like, it's who wants to hear that? And here's also my beef with Eminem, and it's a beef that I have with Ice Cube. Eminem without a real enemy is boring as hell. He's not, he doesn't have anything to talk about. Like, some rappers need an enemy. For, for Eminem early on, America, yeah, right. Yeah. Everybody hated him. He became the new face. Right, What's right. wrong with all this? And and he delivered like on that the, the Marshall Mathers 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 like that shit. Yeah, like my god, like shit. Right. He was on a whole nother level on that. Right. Same thing with Ice Cube. Ice Cube when when the world hated him, he yeah. delivered the best music ever. Once he got comfortable, people stopped giving a fuck. It was like he didn't have anything to talk about right. anymore yeah. because he needs a boogeyman. He needs. Yeah somebody to hate him in order for him to have something happy yeah. ice cube happy eminem are bad yeah this one is him creating a fake enemy out of hip-hop i think another thing to talk about there right mgk who who responded to i him, love that shit. That i thought was it was a dope really record, good yo. Right? that shit is awesome one of the things he said was like 
you haven't been outside in 20 years. Dude, and like his music sounds like he hasn't been outside he's in 20 how, years. He's like, you like, sound bored. Like yeah, you're just like, like bored and sober. Like, what are you doing? Like, so, you don't have nothing to do. It's just like, I think Eminem's first two albums, he really was able to draw from his experiences. His first one, he, you know, he kind of talked about bullies and being bullied and the struggles with his mom and, you know, kind of the earliest of us hearing about the opioid addiction that, that you have in, in, right. in middle America and et cetera. He gave us those topics and those were his experiences. And then, like you said, with the Marshall Mathers LP, it's like, Okay, now he hits America and then, you know, all these politicians and all these people are dropping his name and saying, yo, this person's terrible. He's, he's making our kids want to kill themselves, whatever. He gives us a great album of his experiences of what that means and how that how he feels about that. After that, I don't really feel like he gained a whole lot of other life experience. I mean, he's been in the house. Yeah. Like, he's a recluse. He's, he's, he's admitted that himself. And his music sounds like that. It doesn't give us a lot of world experience. I pray that this album is his kamikaze mission. It's the last one. <laughs> like, I hope that Eminem, his legacy is cemented. Yes. He doesn't have anything to add to it. Agreed. He will always be... You know, he'll always be in the conversation of the best to ever do it. That's not right. going to change. This doesn't change that. This doesn't add to it. This doesn't give him more ammunition for that. Yeah. The songs aren't any better. Mm. His production is not any better. I don't know who's made. I didn't even look to see the production. Yo, is Dre not, actually collaborated on, on, on Kamikaze. That I don't know how many songs. I, th- I know he was on the Ringer. I don't know how many other. Well, that makes sense because that's probably the best song on the album. <laughs> right. So there's nothing for him to gain from continuing to rap. He obviously yeah. has nothing else to rap about since he's just complaining about the state of music now. Mm-hmm. But he's doing it to people who don't give a shit. Like, I'm effectively a demographic, right? Like, I'm 39 years old. I came up in the 90s and 90s music and hip hop. Like, I literally grew up with this shit. Right. When Eminem came out, it, I was starting college. Like, in my, I've literally been a part of his career the, the whole time he's yep. done it. I'm also a backpacker to some degree. I'm, I'm, I could easily be considered a backpacker. But you know what? I just like shit that sounds good too. Right. So yeah. I can listen to a lot of music that comes out now because you know yeah. all the, these niggas are doing shit that, that, that they they're making music. A right. lot of them are making music, yeah. and it's. They're doing it in ways that is so much more innovative than what we used to do. When you just take a hot loop and spit over that shit. Yeah. These dudes are making like art. Yeah. And it's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this isn't. I think I think that's another thing to, to really give to Travis Scott, right? While we really gave it to him about the fact that he's kind of background music. He's kind of enjoyable. Like he he's enjoyable enough that you put it on in the background and you'll be you'll be cool. Yeah. Eminem sounds like he's fighting every beat. Like it's not enjoyable to listen to. He hasn't it, been it's, enjoyable for a really That's the long thing. I mean, he's always impressive. Time. He's just not enjoyable. Right, he's like right. impressive because you can't do what he can like nobody listening to Eminem thinks, man, I can do that. You like, <laughs> I probably can't do that. Unless you like big pun or cool G rap. Not yeah. really. But I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I think it also lends itself to like you said, what was what was there, right? Where I think we all can admit that like production has really evolved, it right? Has. And so Absolutely. like back in the day, the stuff that M was rapping on when he was on the Wake Up Show, that's like a two bar loop with the with you know some uh, <sighs> some like drums the in the background, know. and he's just killing it because he's got all the space in the world. I don't want to hear him over a Travis Scott joint with a nah. hundred other instruments, and then I gotta hear him trying to weave in and out of them, and his voice is like kind of grating. It can you imagine him over like together. a chance the rapper beat like any song on coloring book? Right, right. You'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, what are you doing? It just doesn't stop. sound I'm, good. I'm sorry, Em. I'm sorry. We, we, don't, <laughs> we, we don't need all of the rapidy yeah. rap stuff. We just want you to enjoy it. And that's the other problem. That's the other problem, right? And it's something that I kind of, I, I tip my hat to Joe Budden about, right? In, in that like, 
nobody cares anymore. And like, you kind of have to know when nobody cares anymore, right? And and I think that M kind of doesn't. Like, if he wants to make music in this time, he's going to have to surround himself with people that aren't so enamored with the fact that he's Eminem that they can't tell him no. He needs to be coachable, and he yeah. needs to take feedback from the people that make nah, this kind of music. I don't think it's possible for him to do that with this with today's music. I don't think yeah. it is. It's not his bag, and he's too angry or, or whatever yeah. it is. He complains too much about what the music could be yeah. without realizing that music evolves. Shit changes. Yeah. And we, this shit change. Like, you... You came out in the 90s, bro. It's almost <laughs> fucking 2020. Like, yeah. if shit was the same as it used to be, there'd be a problem. It's right. not. I mean, everybody has had to... You either you either catch yeah. up or you just let go and just sit back and enjoy all the success you had. Yeah. You know, and and I think the problem is contemporaries like Jay-Z. They, yeah, they still make music and they true. do... That's they still true. are able to do some of the things they used to do. Right. But for some reason, it resonates. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. Does does Jay does four forty four exist if Lemonade doesn't exist? Right? Does right. is he making any albums right now? Like I don't know. Yeah. I, it just Eminem's problem is he's too talented for his own good. I mean, but he don't Jay, have shit else to say. Jay dropping bars on a on a on a Beyonce album makes sense, right? Like like I feel like you got to do what, makes, what makes sense for you. Yeah, yeah I, I think like. You got to reinvent the way these folks are reinventing. I feel as though, you know, as somebody who put out a rap album in 2017, right? Like, I think folks have to know, like, if you if you're not really feeling it or you don't you don't know, like, who am I making this for? You know what I mean? You got to think about those things. I, I just don't think you can just I'm going to do what I did in 1998 and let these motherfuckers know that this is the way it's supposed to sound like. Yeah, I, he yeah, doesn't sound yeah. inspired. He doesn't land. He doesn't sound like he enjoys it, and we don't enjoy it. If I were in his camp, I would say, "Hey, look, let's do this. We're gonna do a little, a little ten track mixtape LP. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do some some simple breakbeat hip hop stuff, mm-hmm. and you're just gonna freestyle and say whatever. You're you're not gonna get angry at anybody. You're not gonna diss anybody. You're just gonna do like just 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 mm-hmm. rap about about nothing, and you don't need to do fast and just mm-hmm. cool chill spit. And here's the thing." There's going to be people who were like us from back in the day who are going to want that. Yeah. And there's even going to be people who are today and like, you know what? Like, I didn't realize Eminem was actually kind of good. Mm. Like, I'm just saying, it's I not going to be a chart. It's not going to be a chart. I think what album. I do, it's not going to be pop. I think what I do is a similar vein. I kill Eminem as a solo artist. Sorry. I allow Bad Meets Evil to continue to live a little. So Royce the Five Nine is still putting out albums, and people are appreciating his I albums. I liked his right? last one. Yeah, so, I love that. I love so, so give me a Royce album that M's M's dropping some some bars in, in, in there. You know the, what I mean? Uh, yeah. Butterfly, Caterpillar. Caterpillar. Yo, that shit, yeah. that shit went. So let yeah. let Royce the Five Nine direct the the album, the direction of the album, etc. And M just rap on half or more of the songs. I mean, I think that's what it is. M needs a producer. Yeah. He needs not to be left to his own devices where yeah. he's driving the train. Because M driving the train, we know what that shit sounds like. <laughs> he yeah. needs an anchor. Somebody like Royce yeah. who is, who can give, because Royce is as good a rapper to me as Eminem. He can't yeah. do some of the technical, but as good a rapper. I mean, Royce right. is probably, he's in Royce there. will never get credit for being one of the greatest rappers of all time, even though he should. Now, yeah. with that being said, I think, you put them both on a song together, Royce smooths out some of that shit that Eminem's doing that you don't, right. you're like, okay, this is, wow, that was awesome. <laughs> now I'm actually going to listen to what you have to say. Right. You know, you know, I'm gonna, now I'm going to hear what the rest of the song is about. You know, like Eminem just going Eminem on shit is cool because it's impressive. It's, it's, yeah. it's a real skill he has and it's a real talent. But And you know, another thing about his skill set 
is it would actually behoove him the promotions angle, but he doesn't like people. So like, for example, let's say you put this body of work together and it was just okay, right? It was, it was an okay project. But he went on Sway in the morning and he went on this and he went on, on Funkmaster Flex and he just rapped the way Royce and yeah. all these other guys are. He would kill that shit. Yeah. Like, like that's the bag we want him in. Like, and people a, might actually want to go listen to that. Look what happened with Black Thought. <laughs> yeah, that fucking 10 minute thing and everybody's like, like yeah, Eminem exactly. could do that. Like yeah, Eminem exactly. is one of the few other rappers that could do that. That's, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but he wants you to just, just gave be me that. a ten track mixtape of that. Just get some simple damn beats. hat. <laughs> like MGK said, I'm tired of them damn hats in the, yo, in, the, in them doggy pants. That was hilarious. Yo, you got, have you listened to it? Which one? The, the MGK, MGK disc record. Oh, the Machine Gun Kelly. Machine. I listened to uh, this long, isn't it? No, nah, it's, it's it's four verses, it's like, but it's it's like it's eight. so good to be. Like, I, I listen to like it's good. It's like four I minutes to like a minute. Uh, like oh a minute man, minute. I love that joint. I, I, like, I, I, I thought, thought it was great. Good. Yeah. I thought it was great. I'm and, like, yeah. This so is ha- awesome. have you heard that M supposedly is working on his response? Uh, well, he asked me. He's, he's been in the lab all week. Got nothing else to do. Yeah, yeah. But just real quick before we go, there weren't as many events that happen uh, as there were in the spring but obviously you know we got to shout out Aretha Franklin rest in peace if you get a chance go on various my brothers and read Panama's blog about that saying it was the lineup was the most optimistic lineup uh, yeah. in black funeral history which it That's was real it was because it was funny because I actually went back to read his blog after I saw parts of the funeral mm-hmm. and I saw Isaiah I think when Isaiah Thomas was coming on and it was like five o'clock Mm-hmm. It was late. Mm-hmm. And then I went back to go list, look at the schedule which you had listed and it said Isaiah Thomas was coming out at like 1.30. Nah. Like, God, like what, what time did that funeral actually end? Do you know? Uh, six something. 6.30ish. Uh-huh. Almost 6.30. Yeah. I, I, the Ariana Grande moment is one of the only ones I've <laughs> se- I've really seen in depth. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. So the other thing too, uh, Mac Miller, rest in peace, yeah. did not make it to the Twenty Seven Club. Uh, yeah. Was a uh, cardiac arrest. It was drugs. Uh, right? Overdose. Yeah, yeah, overdose. Overdose. Yeah. Overdose. So unfortunate, man. I mean, you know, young kid who I, if I feel like everybody had positive things to say about, really was a light, and it just make lets you know that like, you know, you never know what somebody's going through. Like if we have, if you have an opportunity to really like just check on people see how they're doing because that's that's just crazy like I, I it came out of nowhere for me yeah Is, unless there's anything else to add I think that should pretty much wrap it nah, up I think we good Joe appreciate you for coming Panama hey, my pleasure another three hours <laughs> I don't know how long we've been in here for I a know. long time today no this is two and a half so we in there so alright y'all peace 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 I can't keep on losing you over complications gone too soon wait we was just hanging to hold on to Dang The people that know me best The key that I won't forget Too soon I can't keep on losing you I can't keep on losing you Mistakes do it take till you leave when I'm left with my hand and my face all red and the face looking at you like Wait. I know I ain't a saint if it ain't too late well I can't keep on losing I so fast but my heart like gold but it break like glass No my shit get old and I act so young baby you so cold never had no son you don't wanna grow up you the shit no fun so when I get home I'ma give you some make you feel like wanna hit that drum you the dick ain't free I'm getting no fucks yeah it's complicated got you frustrated Trust me, baby, way too drunk. You don't know what I'm saying. You can drive my car, don't drive me crazy. Complicated, got you frustrated every single night.